At this moment Danglars, who had been incessantly observing every change in Fernand's look and manner, saw him stagger and fall back with an almost convulsive spasm against a seat placed near one of the open windows. At the same instant his ear caught a sort of indistinct sound on the stairs, followed by the measured tread of soldiery, with the clanking of swords and military accoutrements. Then came a hum and buzz as of many voices, so as to deaden even the noisy mirth of the bridal party, among whom a vague feeling of curiosity and apprehension quelled every disposition to talk, and almost instantaneously the most death-like stillness prevailed. The sounds drew nearer. Three blows were struck upon the panel of the door. The company looked at each other in consternation. "'I demand admittance,' said a loud voice outside the room, "'in the name of the law!' As no attempt was made to prevent it, the door was opened, and a magistrate, wearing his official scarf, presented himself followed by four soldiers and a corporal. Uneasiness now yielded to the most extreme dread on the part of those present. "'May I venture to inquire the reason of this unexpected visit?' said Monsieur Morel, addressing the magistrate, whom he evidently knew. "'There is doubtless some mistake easily explained.' "'If it is so,' explained the magistrate, "'rely upon every reparation being made. "'Meanwhile I am the bearer of an order of arrest, "'and although I must reluctantly perform the task assigned me, "'it must nevertheless be fulfilled. "'Who among the persons here assembled answers to the name of Edmund Dantes?' "'Every eye was turned towards the young man who, "'spite of the agitation he could not but feel, "'advanced with dignity and said in a firm voice, "'I am he.' "'What is your pleasure with me?' "'Edmund Dantes,' replied the magistrate, "'I arrest you in the name of the law.' "'Me?' repeated Edmund, slightly changing colour. "'And wherefore, I pray?' "'I cannot inform you, but you will be duly acquainted with the reasons "'that have rendered such a step necessary at the preliminary examination.' Monsieur Morel felt that further resistance or remonstrance was useless, he saw before him an officer delegated to enforce the law, and perfectly well knew that it would be as unavailing to seek pity from a magistrate decked with his official scarf as to address a petition to some cold marble effigy. Old Dantes, however, sprang forward. There are situations which the heart of a father or a mother cannot be made to understand. He prayed and supplicated in terms so moving that even the officer was touched, and, although firm in his duty, he kindly said, "'My worthy friend, let me beg of you to calm your apprehensions. "'Your son has probably neglected some prescribed form or attention "'in registering his cargo, "'and it is more than probable he will be set at liberty directly "'he has been given the information required, "'whether touching the health of his crew or the value of his freight.' "'What is the meaning of all this?' inquired Caderousse, "'frowning on Dangliers, who had assumed the air of utter surprise.' "'How can I tell you?' replied he. "'I am, like yourself, utterly bewildered at all that is going on, "'and cannot in the least make out what it is about.' "'Caderousse then looked round for Fernand, but he had disappeared. "'The scene of the previous night now came back to his mind with startling clearness. "'The painful catastrophe he had just witnessed "'appeared effectually to have rent away the veil "'which the intoxication of the evening before "'had raised between himself and his memory.' "'So, so,' said he, in a hoarse and choking voice, to Danglars. "'This, then, I suppose, is a part of the trick you were concerting yesterday. "'All I can say is, that if it be so, tis an ill turn, "'and well deserves to bring double evil on those who have projected it.' 
"'Nonsense,' returned Danglars. "'I tell you again, I have nothing whatever to do with it. "'Besides, you know very well that I tore that paper to pieces.' "'No, you did not,' answered Caderousse. "'You merely threw it by. "'I saw it lying in a corner.' "'Hold your tongue, you fool. "'What should you know about it? "'Why, you were drunk.' "'Where is Fernand?' inquired Caderousse. "'How do I know?' replied Danglars. "'Gone, as every prudent man ought to be, "'to look after his own affairs most likely. "'Never mind where he is. "'Let you and I go and see what is to be done for our poor friends.' "'During this conversation, Dantes, after having exchanged a cheerful shake of the hand "'with all his sympathizing friends, "'had surrendered himself to the officer sent to arrest him, "'merely saying—' "'Make yourself quite easy, my good fellows. "'There's some little mistake to clear up, that's all. "'Depend on it. "'And very likely I may not have to go as so far as the prison to effect that.' "'Oh, to be sure,' responded Danglars, who had now approached the group. "'Nothing more than a mistake. I feel quite certain.' Dantes descended the staircase, preceded by the magistrate, and followed by the soldiers. A carriage awaited him at the door. He got in, followed by two soldiers and the magistrate, and the vehicle drove off towards Marseilles. "'Adieu, adieu, dearest Edmund,' cried Mercedes, stretching out her arm to him from the balcony. The prisoner heard the cry, which sounded like the sob of a broken heart, and leaning from the coach he called out, "'Good-bye, Mercedes. We shall soon meet again.' Then the vehicle disappeared round one of the turnings of Fort St. Nicholas." "'Wait for me here, all of you,' cried Monsieur Morel. "'I will take the first conveyance I find, and hurry to Marseilles, "'whence I will bring you word how all is going on.' 